Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Thursday, November 21st, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. I'm telling you, you want to give yourself a nice Christmas present, all you have to do is call 317-849-2933. That's the number to Today's Dentistry. Give yourself the gift of better dental health, better dental health, better cardiac health, better overall health. Going to a dentist is a great thing to do, a great investment of your time. Every six months, Dr. Mike O'Neill, absolutely the best who's done it, at least for me, for the last 25 years. Let's talk about the Colts. Colts, a big game tonight against the Houston Texans in Houston. It's Thursday night football. Those games usually suck. Not tonight. This game will go a long way toward determining exactly who's going to win the AFC South. If the Colts win this game, it'll be their second win against the Texans. They will go to 7-4. and four. The Texans will drop to 6-5. and five. And the Texans play the New England Patriots next weekend at Houston. So, if the Colts can salt this game away... All right, the Titans and the Jaguars play each other this weekend. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. The Colts, with a win, put themselves in an excellent position to win the AFC South. They've got a game next weekend at Lucas Oil Stadium against the Titans. If the Titans win this weekend against the Jaguars and the Colts beat the Texans tonight and the Patriots beat the Texans next weekend Holy cow, if the Colts win tonight and and then that game next weekend at Lucas Oil Stadium against the Titans, they've won the AFC South. They won't have, have put it away mathematically, but it'll be almost impossible for anybody to catch them. They'll clinch at least a 5-1, 5-1 record in the division. So how do they go about doing that? Well, fortunately for the Colts tonight, a good bit of the defensive secondary of Houston is not going to be able to play. So they're going to have backups at safety. They're going to have maybe a backup at cornerback. They're going to have the same defensive front, but if T.Y. Hilton can play for the Colts, the Texans are in no position to defend great speed on the outside for the Indianapolis Colts. So if the Colts get Hilton, and you've got the tight ends who are great athletes with good speed, you got a chance to really raise some hell offensively. Defensively, 
The Colts, they're in pretty good shape. Kari Willis down tonight. He'll be replaced by Clayton Gathers in large part, but those guys have rotated throughout the season anyway. Pierre Desir is going to play. So between Desir, Kenny Moore the second, and then Marvell Tell, you've got a good crew at cornerback. Safeties, free safety, you've got Malik Hooker, and then that defensive uh, front is as good as it gets, those seven guys, and they're all relatively healthy. This sets up for a very good, a nice matchup for the Colts against the Texans and a good chance for the Colts not just to cover that plus three and a half, but to win outright and by doing so put themselves, like I said, in a great position to win the AFC South. Indiana last night, let's go back to that. So uh, the Indiana Hoosiers win by a gob over Princeton because they played well in the second half. And one of the reasons they played well in the second half is that Devontae Green is really establishing himself as an adult presence on the floor for the Hoosiers. And I wasn't ever sure I was going to be able to say that. Devontae Green, through his first two years in Indiana, was an utter disappointment, looked like one of those guys created by the AAU culture, for lack of a better way to put it, one of these guys who was just waiting his turn to play in the NBA and make millions of dollars. Well, because he played a selfish brand of basketball and he's not quite athletic enough or good enough to be one of those guys who is an obvious, hey, you're going to the NBA guy, he needed to stay in school and he needed to mature and mature, it looks like he has. Last night, he scored 16 points in 26 minutes and it wasn't the typical Chuckum Devontae Green. It was a guy who found his shots within the flow of the offense, minus one three that he made, which was late in the shot clock, shot clock but he had to force that up. And then as far as creating for others, did a really nice job of that. For the second game in a row, he had four assists, could have been six assists if a couple of bunnies had been made. And then those were countered by only one turnover in each of the last two games. I know it's early to make this kind of judgment. Devontae Green has only been on the floor for 46 minutes this season for the Hoosiers. But boy, so far, does he look like a guy who's really going to pony up on the good end for for the Hoosiers and and not show so much the bad Devontae. We've had good Devontae, bad Devontae. A lot of people talk about that, right? I've talked about it for three years. But right now what it looks like is you get a whole bunch of good and not so much bad at all. I love the maturity that Devontae Green is bringing to this team. Earlier, maybe a month ago, they decided who the, who the captains were going to be for the Indiana basketball team. And one of them was Devontae Green. I was like, what are you doing? You're trying to hope it into existence. You're trying to create a leader by bestowing a captaincy on this kid's jersey. I was talking to Archie Miller, of course. That, not the case at all. This guy looks like he's ready to lead this team, at least in his actions, if not with his words. And that's fine by me. Devontae Green has looked terrific, looks like a leader, looks like the kind of guy who, as a senior, is really going to lift the Indiana team. So here's the deal with college, all right? College is a place where people mature. You go to college, you think the world orbits you right? You're the sun and everybody in your life, they're the planets and you have no idea what discipline is in large part. And you've really got to take your mess of a life, have it kind of coagulate. And by the time you graduate, you're a functional human being who can go into the adult world and function a little bit, right? So Devonte Green 
is a great example of just that. And one of the things that I've been critical about with Archie Miller is that Indiana players have not really developed under Archie Miller in a way that I've liked. I haven't seen anybody get a whole lot better because they played for Archie Miller. Now, granted, he's been there for two full seasons. This is his third. So we don't know really whether he can take a freshman and have the kid leave as a senior as an entirely different kid and entirely different player. But you look at Devontae Green and the maturity that he has shown and the evolution of character that he's shown, and you say, wow, this dude has developed under Archie Miller, and now Archie Miller and the Hoosiers are ready to kind of exploit him for some wins on the basketball court instead of just trying to coach him up. I love what Devontae Green has become. I love the effect that Archie Miller's had on him, and I love the way that he is putting himself in a position to lead this team and lead this roster toward improved play and perhaps an NCAA tournament berth. All right, let's talk about the Indiana Pacers with our good friend Scott Agnes from The Athletic. Uh, Vic, when's Vic going to be there? When's Vic going to be on the floor? What do we know about Vic? Where have we seen him? When do, when's he come back? Yeah, so he continues to make strides every day. At this point, he has still been limited to every other day. Um, primarily, it's half-court work of everything he's doing. But it is contact. He's defending. He's taking charges. He, he's diving into people. He's going uh, you know, against contact, essentially. Um, but he has a doctor's appointment coming up, and that's where the timeline will then start approaching a little bit more and we'll get some clarity because this is a rehab that's been driven by him and his people. The Pacers are not the ahead of his rehab, so to speak. And so it is all dictated by his doctor. Don't the Pacers have good doctors? That's kind of annoying. So generally in these type of situations, this is where a player's agent will jump in and want a second opinion, which I absolutely agree with. I would always want that Um, because you understand there is some bias coming from these doctors, whether it's an urgency to get a player back or or maybe it's not a specialty of theirs, whatever the injury is. And if they screw it up, he's in that swing period prior to his max deal or what we would suspect Mm -hmm. would be a max deal. So you're talking about $150 million hanging in the balance if this thing goes squirrely. Yeah, so it's significant. So he not only went to his doctor, but that's been leading the charge. And Victor, in fact, has his own physical therapist here that he rehabs with in addition. (laughs) Good Lord. People could only see your face. In addition to the team trainer. So, one, it's part of his regimen. He's very routine in everything he does, and so I think that's part of it. Um, but it's also just a comfort factor. But we don't know anything additional at this point. There is still no timeline, and I think that's best for the franchise for right now is not to set a timeline on it. I want to back by the Clippers game. That's all I want. we got to beat the hell out of the Clippers. I think we need Vic to do it. It's early December. Yeah. Not Let's go. No. Let's not go. Get on the They played the Lakers like three games later, Man, so that uh, would be a fun back-to-back, Eric, um, with those two. Um, so what about Brogdon? Brogdon going to play Saturday. He's got a week back. He got it about a week back, and now it's a... a <laughs> <laughs> we, we enjoy ourselves. That's a toss-up at this point. We Is still it? don't know where, where he's at. Um, TJ McConnell's groin. I, I know he's made... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been together uh, as often as we used to be. Oh, you mean the injury? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that was something that came upon him on the plane, uh, the team plane from Houston. He wouldn't. He doesn't know when it had happened in the Houston game, but it did, and that bothered him. I would suspect those injuries, those little ones, um, <laughs> will begin to allow these guys to come back and slowly but surely allow Nate to 
start doing what he'd like to do because right now he, there's no book he's operating off of. There's no um, plan or anything because Didn't this hurt is him all against the Nets. I know Kyrie wasn't out there, but damn, they beat the living hell out of the Nets. Pacers right? have always had their number. I don't know what it is. And every single time we go to Brooklyn, Kenny Atkinson always hypes the Pacers about their defense, about their physicality, and about Nate McMillan every single time. You're different. You would, you would recognize him. But if Kenny Atkinson walked <laughs> into this room, I'd be like, oh, are they selling the building? There's a corporate real estate guy. I would have no, no. idea it was Kenny Atkinson. He's a really brilliant mind. Yeah. There are... <laughs> there are so many people in the NBA, so many coaches where it's like, okay, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. Like Nick Nurse before yeah. last year's playoffs. I wouldn't recognize Nick Nurse. Look you for got, the hat with the NN. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he does that. <laughs> but you got guys who are like, who's the, uh, who's the coach of the Magic? They're coming in on Saturday. Steve Clifford. Okay, I recognize guy. him. Who's- Although he's gotten rid of the glasses. He used to wear those yeah. kind of Coke bottle bottom glasses yeah. where I thought, well, I'm afraid he's got some kind of macular degeneration. There's something wrong with Steve's, uh, Steve's vision. Has it hit you that Frank is the coach of the Lakers? Is that still weird to you? I'm not sure it's hit Frank, but something is <laughs> going to hit a Frank. Great job. He is so far, yeah. but if, if the thing gets a little bit wobbly, Frank's going to be in trouble. Thankfully, mm-hmm. Frank has a big contract, and he's going to land – quite happily whatever happens right. with him but I feel like he's just he's like a five-game losing streak if that happens with this team a five-game losing streak from being on the street well right now they have the best record in the league and I thought they'd be good but yeah not this good not not, and not I'm this happy early for him. he's a great dude I love Frank mm-hmm. but they didn't hire him because they felt like he was the best coach no he was clearly their third fourth option right. down the row um the one I was surprised at is after they didn't get Ty Lue and those sorts of things and they really didn't even reach out or make contact with Monty Williams, who is doing an excellent job so far. Is he a guy you'd recognize in I would recognize Monty Monty Williams, yes. So, um, all right, this team, Aaron Holiday, I want to talk about two guys, Aaron Holiday and Miles Turner, because both of these guys are, fans are very, very polar about those guys. Some hate Miles Turner, some love him, think he ought to be the defensive player of the year. With Aaron Holiday, he chucks it too much. So, and then other guys, you know what? He he had what twenty four and thirteen the other night against the Nets. Best uh, game Nets. easily as a pacer. What the hell? You know what are we bitching about with Aaron Holiday? Because I'm one of those people. I don't like guys taking shots out of outside the offense. He does it. Miles Turner is a guy where things just kind of haven't gelled with the with the Pacers yet. So the first thing that stands out about those two is both draft picks. So that raises generally your expectations yeah, right. for what you expect. And it always has you second-guessing, right, about the other guy or the guy that's having success elsewhere that you've passed on. I know a lot of people around here often bring up OG Ananobi when I think that was yeah. T.J. Leaf's year. Now, that He's like the Draymond Green guy. Mm-hmm. You but know, I, I will take Draymond Green. Well, I do that. That too. one we all said. That's the one exception, at least in my mind, because we were all sitting there. It's like, eh, I think it was pick 23, maybe 26. 20, for who? For OG uh, or Leaf? Instead of Draymond. Oh, yeah, way yeah, back yeah, in the right. day. Plumlee so at 26. Yeah, right. your mid-20s, that's a toss-up. I would go with a winner over uh, a guy that doesn't have much potential. You kind of He's a known quantity right. at this point. Um, back to it first with Miles, I think there's also that internal struggle between I have to pick one. Is it Domas or is yeah, it Miles? I right. think fans go through that struggle a little bit. And with Domas, you have more consistency. You have more numbers. So if you're just strictly looking at the box score, he's going to jump out to you more, right? Because it's right. generally a double-double every single game. Um, and Miles doesn't play physical. They'd like to see that. And it's hard, I think, to value rim protection sometimes or, or 
speak about it a little bit about right. how much of an impact you can have. And that's clearly Miles's um, biggest impact place. Um, and then for Aaron, I think the thing with him, and it's I think so far the questions are all earned to this point, um, especially to me. I don't have a problem with his shot making as much as his decision making. Um, I feel like a lot of it's him overthinking or trying to do too much. Yeah, felt, I think he's trying to prove himself. Yeah. And it felt like in the Brooklyn game, there was that like the first two, three minutes. Then he just settled back. And I don't know if it was Justin. I don't know if it's no expectations for this group at all. But that's the Aaron that we all expected to be thrusted and really capitalize on being the backup point guard, which he's really not anymore. He's more so, if anything, that that's shooting guard with that second unit. And I could see that with T.J. McConnell, how they use him once everybody gets back. Well, the tough part for him is there's no path to being a starter on this team. No. Like, he's completely boogered. He's stacked behind Brogdon and behind Oladipo. And if he's going to play point as a starter in this league, he's going to do it for another team. Yeah, and my thing is, though, right now, I mean, he can't even be focused on that because he's not playing at a starter level. Right. His end game needs to be be a consistent contributor off the bench and, and be the vocal and lead, uh, the guy that's leading the charge, I think, for that second unit because that's something that was missing. But really, I'll give a lot of credit to T.J. McConnell who stepped in and done an yeah. outstanding job, way more than I think anybody expected off the court. T.J. Leaf you brought up, and, and so they took Leaf instead of Ananobi, and people mm-hmm. are still upset about that. Is there going to be a point at which T.J. Leaf becomes a reasonable option to do anything important for this team? Wish I knew. I, the serious well, he's answer not, he's, is I don't rotationally, know. Rotationally, defensively, he's terrible. He, he struggled in a lot of things. I mean, coming in, the initial reaction was he's a bigger guy that can knock down threes. He can play in the post and knock down threes. While well, his shot has gone haywire, he's lost all confidence yeah. in that. Um, wants to play in the post, and he's actually a pretty good um, guy in the post when he can take advantage sure. of, yep. of mismatches. Defensively, he's a little light. Um, and kind of gets pushed over a little bit. So I think that's to be, determ- to be determined with him. Here's an interesting question about Miles and Domas. I think that if Miles is down, Domas becomes an all-star. If Domas is down, I don't think Miles becomes an all-star. Do you know what I mean? Like Domas is going to be a 24 and 13 type guy. I don't think Miles has that in him. Does that make sense? It does, and it speaks to kind of what I was saying earlier. Is Miles doesn't put up necessarily those big numbers. He impacts the game in other ways. And he's a good stretch guy. It depends. Yeah, it just he's a yeah he's a guy that you can run the pick and roll and fade back to the top of the arc and knock down that three. He he loves shooting that shot. Whereas Domas hesitates a lot with right. Um, I, I think being an all star could. Still be in the cards for, for Miles. Still very young. Both are still 23. Right. We, but we completely right. overlook that. You're right. If you're going on one of these sports books and, and guessing on one of them, that would be a reasonable tab, tab to pick up Domas instead of Miles. Boy, and, and this, I think, worked in his favor, didn't it? Uh, with Miles being down for a while, Domas just went to work. Yeah, he just puts it in gear and goes. Like, he hates missing games. I was surprised he played this last game because he was hurt. But he, he plays through it. Um, he's one of those like Boyan was last year, last couple of years. Um, tries to play through anything. And he's just a gamer. Just loves playing. And it's way too early, and I see this on Twitter too, but I agree with it. Miles has only played with this group for six games. So it's way early to make any kind of judgment. Goga, when Goga's on the floor as a member of that kind of a starting unit, when he's on the floor with Sabonis, it kind of works. And when Miles is, it's clunky. And, and so people are starting to look at Goga and saying, hey, look at this guy, and that doesn't work for Miles. <laughs> Plus, Goga's kind of cool. Goga's like, 
you know, this uh, he's wacky this personality. Yeah. But he's got a great personality. You read it on his face. Tremendous competitor. Miles is a little more enigmatic. And because of that, there's like this fan thing. He's a little that, bit more to himself, yeah. Yeah, he's a big. Right. So he started to get into Fleetwood Mac. That was one of the conversations we were having in the locker room re- recently. Yeah, he's gotten into Fleetwood Mac, and when he was with Team USA over in I think Sydney, he got on stage at the concert and was really digging it. And wore a T-shirt uh, of that to. <laughs> Honest to God, you're stunned. Yeah. Well, I just don't understand. Uh-huh. Like that's the craziest thing I've ever <laughs> I've ever heard. I don't know whether that weighs in his favor or disfavor. But Miles to tell is you just a, a unique character that's really an introvert that that can have fun at sometimes, right? Like he's very private, loves music though. Although he dresses um, like a Batman superhero. He, you know, he's got the he eyeglasses. The he looks like the Riddler. Yeah, he's a big cartoon, Star Wars, all that sort is he, of stuff. Oh, I saw him tweeting yeah. about that. Wanted, he wanted recommendations from people who had played the new Star Wars game yeah. on <laughs> Xbox or PS4. Like, <laughs> drop the 60 bucks, take it for a spin, and figure it out. What's the matter with you? You, you make $18 million a year. Here's a great example of that as well. I've gotten the new iPhone. And, hey, Scott, how's the, how's the new iPhone? Let me know. I go, <laughs> I go. I was explaining it to him, but I was like, you realize it's, it's like a 1000 bucks. It's right. not that big a deal. He goes, you know what, man? It doesn't matter. It's still my money, and it, how, no matter how much I have, I still want to be careful with it. I was like, well, you're smart. That's a good thing to say, but you also can be Good for him. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And I'm glad you two are having that conversation. <laughs> you're coaching, my, you're coaching yes. somebody to spend more money. This is, this is how cheap that guy is. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Um, Saturday night against the Magic. Magic, they, you know what? They haven't been bad, have they? They've been okay. No, they've they're been kind little, of inside the playoff threshold. Yeah, they're a little disappointing, I would say, to this point. The big thing we'll be watching is the fact that last night, uh, two of their best players just got hurt. Aaron Gordon uh, rolled his ankle, nice. and Nikola Vucevic as well went down. He was an all-star for the first time last year. So, I mean, maybe, maybe the Pacers will get a, a breather and a break towards them for once, and it'll be a little lighter and lighter load Saturday. And especially important to you on Saturday is that you're going to have a great excuse to leave Bloomington early and Memorial Stadium nope. early nope. when it's 35 degrees and sleeting Can't out. Go. You're not going to go at all? Can't get 3.30 game. I get to the arena at 4.30. Do you, oh, okay. What, what do you do from 4.30 <laughs> to 7? I know you're not eating because you got to pay for the food here. <laughs> you got me nailed to a tee, but yeah, no. So I can't go to that. I am keeping my eye on a bowl game. I'm hoping for the Outback Bowl. I, yeah, that'd be, Tampa. That'd be nice. That would work nicely for me. I could get down there for a day and back. Not well. Nashville's not too bad. Music City Bowl. But I don't know when that date is. It. I don't know either. But the CEO I know yeah. is going to be at Memorial Stadium for this game on yeah. Saturday. So we'll see. Thanks for stopping by. Always good to be with you. The great Scott Agnes from The Athletic. Pacers, like we mentioned, taking on the Orlando Magic Saturday night at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Come out and watch this team. If you haven't seen the Pacers play, you owe it to yourself to do that because this is a team that plays selfless basketball, exactly the kind of basketball that Indiana fans really enjoy. Come on out, watch them play. They're getting healthier, and as they get healthier, they're going to get better. The schedule kind of weak over the next two and a half, three weeks, so they've got a chance, an opportunity to bulk up on some wins and put themselves in a position where instead of being discussed in that second tier in the Eastern Conference, like from third to seventh or eighth, 
all of a sudden, maybe they wind up in third and we're talking about them as a possible contender along with the Bucks and the Celtics as a team that can come out of the East and play in the NBA Finals. I think that they're that good. I think healthy, this team sets up as a very, very competitive team in the Eastern Conference. You know what else is very competitive? It's Breakfast with Kent every weekday morning at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live and then at about 8.15 on Periscope Live. It's a show so nice, we do it twice. I hope you make the choice to join so many others who have suddenly found Breakfast with Kent to be a great way to start the day. Join me tomorrow morning, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call them at 317-849-2933. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.